0: Welcome to another episode of Embrace the Suck with Benny So hey listen, Um I recently had somebody, literally probably like two seconds ago um, Just reach out to me and ask me, what advice do you have for me this month? Right now it's February 11th If you're listening to this today when I drop it, because I'm just going to drop it as soon as I'm done And the advice that I'll give you is the same advice I've given everyone same advice that I gave myself, the same advice that I gave my recruiters, the same advice that I gave my best friends. If you build it, they will come. The biggest problem that people have, and listen, I get it, I'm not out there right now, I'm not around with roads. let's put that aside. The biggest problem people have is they get so caught up in chasing a number. If you look at the most the most successful recruiters and you speak to recruiters of the nation, recruiters of the month, recruiters of the quarter, recruiters of the year, blase blase, and you ask them what made you so successful, they're just going to tell you it's the, it was their work ethic. Like, that was it. It didn't, you know, it Was there's nothing crazy about it. You know what I mean? And... And I agree, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have the gift of gab. Um, And I hate that excuse, though. Because so many people say, like, hey, man, I wasn't born to do this. Hey, man, this isn't what I was supposed to do. Listen, brother, you're in the Marine Corps. You knew when you re-enlisted that there was a chance of you getting put out on a B-billet. You knew that. And the Marine Corps has groomed you to adapt and to overcome for anything that's gonna come your way. And for some reason, a lot of us have forgotten about that. And the thing is, is that I've seen so many people that were horrible at this duty, adapt and overcome and, and kill it. You know, I've, I've seen people like my buddy Arana, you know, born and raised in LA, very thick Mexican accent, I've seen him make it. I've seen him write two a month. I've seen him not write donuts. And he was one of my biggest mentors when I started off uh, on the streets as an EADer. He was someone that I looked towards and I always looked at, and I always saw him as a leader of Marines. And I always asked him, Orano, oh, why do you keep fighting? Why don't you give up? You know he had, And I'll be honest, he had a lot of issues with weight. You know, he, he had a lot of issues Like he would allow himself to get overweight, you know, on the duty And get depressed and mentally and physically And, you know, he allowed his family to take part of it, you know And um, he was away from his family He wasn't there for his family And he had a lot of things going on And um, But his wife was always supportive of him His wife was always there in the background cheering him on And the purpose, the reason why I'm bringing up Irana is When I would ask him, how do you do it? He would simply just look at me and say I'm a sergeant of marines It's the only option that I have That's all he would say That is all he would say He would just simply say I'm a sergeant of marines And this is what I'm supposed to do Because right now this is my job So that's the advice that I would have for you That's the advice that I would have for you At this time Going into the month Like we're already halfway through the month And the thing is is that like you know, I'll never say that you can't work in a direct market because that would be a lie because I always did i worked I always worked in a direct market. I didn't like saving things for later. I didn't like you know that i I just worked for right now, I didn't look months ahead now, when it came to shipping and stuff like that, of course, you know, shipping you know my holes and stuff like that. but when it came to, to contracting, I didn't look days ahead. I looked at today. When I set my appointments, I looked at today. When I talk to a kid, I looked at today. Even if it was on a Sunday, I'm not. I'm not ever setting appointments two, three days in advance because they're not going to show up. It's just not going to happen. Um, and that's the biggest problem is that we have these Marines out there and these Staff and COs and these Gunnery Sergeants and these eighty four twelves that are telling you to set appointments for Saturday, for Monday or Tuesday. Hey, stack them up, stack them up. It's like no. Like I don't know how many times we did zero and one training on a Saturday to have an entire RS full of Marines in an office to set up appointments for Monday. And then meanwhile, these are the same people that couldn't set appointments all month because they were zeros and ones. And now suddenly they're getting appointments for Monday. No, they're just setting fake appointments that you're verifying so that they can get the hell out of the office. They're not setting appointments with structure. They're not setting appointments with homes, They're not setting appointments with, hey, what's in it for me? that's the problem. The problem is is that we're not doing the work that we need to do with meaning behind it. We're just doing the work so that someone will shut up. Um, And we're just making the TCs so that someone will shut up. And that's the problem. So, the advice that I would have for you is push forward, understand the mission at hand, and just work daily, diligently. You know what I mean? And that's why, I guess... Like, for me, a lot of it's hard for me to, to understand because I could... Did I have a hard A.O.? I had a very hard A.O., I believe. And I, and I know this because I've had people of all ranks and all, and all walks of life and all eras of life tell me that when they were in Monmouth County New Jersey that it was a rough place for them to be. But it's the work ethic that gets you through. It. And at the end of the day, man, like, my biggest thing... Is that I never wanted to look at the end of my day and say I didn't do enough and and I'll be honest <laughs> did those days happen? Yes there was a lot of days that I gaffed off you know a lot of days that I you know I spent the entire day on the boardwalk just walking up and down in the beating heat you know and stopped at watering holes and stuff like that um, but I still made it happen. At the end of every month, I still made it happen, you know, and if I had to give, give, you know, and it's funny because, you know, when I was on recruiting duty, I had my boss, I would always say things to him like, bro, you you, you didn't, I don't even know how many bats you had, and I, I had written eight bats eventually, but um, one of the things that I had, I had said that to him, and he would be like, bro, if you're writing bats, your office sucks, he's like, you shouldn't have to write bats, and, and it's the truth. You shouldn't. There shouldn't be a recruiter who's writing four, fives, and sixes. It shouldn't be a thing. You know. Now, my dude, do I understand? Do I understand that things happen? Do I understand that there's, you know, kinks in the in the system? Do I believe that there, you know, do click, do kids get, you know, hit at Meps? Do kids get pumeded? Do kids you fail tests? Yes, all of those things happen, and then sometimes they result in a marine doing fours, fives, and sixes or more. Um, but a lot of the time more so often it's just that there's somebody else in the office who's not putting up their end of the bargain and then my question is what are you doing about that person like if there's a marine in the office that isn't putting up his end of the deal what are you doing stop looking at the staff and CIC. stop looking at the 8412 what are you doing and someone had mentioned this the other day some sergeant um had mentioned this on the, on a Facebook page. And he had said that. He was like, bro, if I go home, if I get my two for tomorrow, right? Because we always hear that. Hey, get your two for tomorrow, you can go home. I'll be honest. I never believed in that shit. I never, I never believed in that. Um, because if I wake up every single day and I, say thing, and, and, and I tell a Marine, hey, go get your two for tomorrow, I'm going to let you go home. First of all, that becomes just a cliche term that never goes anywhere and means nothing to anybody. Then it becomes a lie, because when that Marine can't go home because of unforeseen things, then that Marine's like, wow, that's a lie, right? So what I do is I give you an incentive, and I tell you, hey, listen, man, this is what I need you to do for the day. If at the end of the day I can send you home, I'm going to. But if I can't, I will make up that day. So what I began doing is I I would give my Marines time off, and it would be like this. If you wrote two... I would give if it from the moment you wrote to you had weekends off for the rest of that month. so if you waited to the end of the month to write your two, well that's on you. If you decide if you were able to write to in the very beginning of the month, okay, well, the rest of the month you have Saturdays and Sundays off guaranteed. Um, I will do your MEPS runs, I will come in for you, I will take time I will take your admin away from you. I will do packages for you. I will help you in some shape or form. If you wrote three... Well, that's great. You wrote three. You should have written four. Um, So your reward is the same thing. Three, you get the weekends off, right? Four, if you write a bat, which is what we call it here, but in Jersey now it's like some weird fucking knife or some shit. I don't know why people got to change it. But um, if you write a four, then you get a week off. And... We discuss with the CEO when that week off is going to be. You discuss with your family when is that week off going to be. And I'm going to give you that week off. And you're going to get that week off. And throughout that week off, the office, the Marines, will take up that mantle. And we will take, you know, we'll deal with your maps, runs, we'll deal with whatever. And mind you, while you're away for that week, I will prospect your area. So that when you come home, you're not walking into an, a- an AO that hasn't been touched in a week. You're walking into appointments for the next day, you're coming back and you're not you don't have that stress on you. These are just some of the things that I've done that I, that have helped because the reality of it is is that as staff and as staff sergeants, as and staff NCOs, we put so much on our recruiters but we don't give them the time they need to recuperate and to relax. And I and I prove this because when I took over my office in January, the person that I had taken it from had missed mission for like I think eight or nine months straight. Um and they were working like dogs. They were working every day, five AM till like twelve PM, one AM I'm sorry, yeah, five AM to one AM. And it did nothing for them. They were still missing mission. So I was like, what the heck is going on, right? So when I got there, the first thing that I did was I told these Marines, If you write a bat, I will send you home and you will get a week off. One of my best friends to this day wrote a bat. I sent him home. The following month, he wrote another bat. Then, my other recruiter, who who had only written one bat in two years, he saw that this was going to be an award and that he was going to be able to go on leave and be with his family. So I told him the same thing. And guess what? He then wrote two bats. Someone who said I would never write a bat ended up leaving the duty writing, I think, five bats. Um, the same the other person, Sergeant Morales, ended up writing six in a month, and he was someone that I never thought would do so, but I gave him the uh, the reason to do it. I gave him the reason to drive um and and listen at the end of the day, people might not agree with me, and people you know may and whatever. but the thing is is that on recruiting duty, this is a job and then and, and this job. The only result that matters is numbers. And, you know, it's very particular how we drive Marines and that we drive Marines the right way because the thing that nobody thinks about, the thing that no one cares about, um, is if you have a vehicle, right? And then and listen, you know, some people might be like, you're, you're comparing a Marine to a product. Listen, just listen. If you go out and you buy a car... And you constantly drive it into the dirt. You constantly grind it. Like, I don't know anything. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a, a huge car guy, right? And I don't know anything about driving stick. But if I do drive stick and I don't know how to use it right, and I do not know how to switch gears and I do not know how to shift and I don't know how to do all these things, I'm going to wear out the car. I'm going to cause issues with the car. I need to give that car rest. I need to give that engine rest. I need to... To take care of it, I need to take care of it like it's my my bait And the problem is, is that we have these Marines out on this duty, and we're not taking care of them. We're not. And the, and then listen, mind you, like I'm not saying that like if I have a Marine that's trying, that like well, I hate that term trying, but if I have a Marine that is literally working for me, and putting in every day and showing me that like listen, I'm doing this and I'm going to push and I'm going to push. If I see that happening and that Marines just you know is not making it you know and I'm giving him the training he needs and he's learning and he's you know maybe slower on the uptake that doesn't mean I'm not gonna say hey man go home I'm not gonna say hey man go home be with your family because they need they need, they need that they need that ability um, and I've had that happen you know like my buddy Ray buddy Durky like You know, he'd write me, you know, fours. He'd kill me. He'd kill it. He'd write a two or a four, write a two or a four. And then he was getting really burned out. And I was like, hey, man, go take the weekend off. I walked in. You know, there was one time I remember. um, We were were having doing a morning training on a Friday. And I was going over the Marines, you know, going over stuff with the Marines. And he was just sitting there acting like a fucking asshole. If you're listening to this Ray, I love you, but... I was just asking like a fucking asshole. And I just looked at him and I was like, get the... I was like, go. He's like, I'm sorry? I said, go. I said, leave. Get out of this office. You're interrupting my training. Get out of the office and come back when you have a better attitude. That's it. That's all I said. And and then he was like, no, man, I'm good. I was like, no. Leave. Get out of here. Why do I bring this up? Why is this something I'm bringing up? is because you know, no one realizes that when we have these disgusting attitudes, which we all have, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never had a bad day and I've never had a bad attitude. but when we allow these attitudes to infest our offices, of course the Marine Corps is never good. Of course that office is never going to be a winning office. When you allow these Marines to sit in an office and produce nothing, you're the reason why it's happening. You are the reason. You know when you when you're the command element, and you're creating eighty four twelves, that should never have an eighty four twelves, and you're creating people that, you're creating eighty four. I was actually having this conversation last night with a friend of mine who is a uh, eighty four twelve about to retire, and I was like, and I told him the story. I was like, bro, there's twelves out there that are being made into twelves. ...that haven't seen one Marine through a 369 eval cycle. How are you... And I would love for someone to come on here and help me and explain this to me. How are you going to be an effective trainer? Because that's what your job is as an 8412. You are the career recruiter. Your job is to effectively train Marines. How are you going to effectively train Marines when... You've only been in charge of one RSS. You have yet to see one Marine through a nine-month eval cycle. Please tell me how one day you're going to go be an ARI. Tell me how you are going to be successful as an eighty-four twelve, And then we look at these Marines and we wonder why training is lacking. Well, because they don't know how to train. Just because they went to CRC and they went to this beautiful, cool course does not mean that they know what they're doing. And now, mind you, do I agree that we grow from our experiences? Yes. But, in my personal point of view, you walk you, them changing the order to, hey, you only need six months on the bag as a staff NCOIC to become an 8412, is an atrocity. That it is just, It's just ridiculous. Because... You are now dropping the integrity and the meaning of what an eighty-four twelve is. There's no experience there. Someone on the bag for six months, someone being a staff in CIC for six months, does not know what the hell they're doing. And then, are they going to provide quality training on Fridays to their Marines? Are they going to be able to provide quality training to the RS when the RS is in need? They're not. So... That's where the problem lies. One of the problems. There's many problems. But that's the thing is I think that no one talks about these problems. I know that I kind of went off on a tangent. Because this began talking about how do I make this month in. The answer to that question is just make it just make it happen. Like a lot of people don't like that answer. A lot of people don't like to shut the fuck up and grind. Um, now mind you. I'm going to say this because apparently I have to. If you have things going on mentally, physically, and emotionally. And you need to seek help from an outside source and or your command go ahead and do so i'm not telling you not to but why am i saying that because i had a marine multiple actually marines that were that sought counseling daily sought i had a marine who twice a week went to get training and it was two it was an hour and a half drive each way that marine still wrote twos and threes monthly that marine still did his job. He still did his portion. And that's what grinds my gears um, about the whole situation. Is that there's Marines out there who will make every excuse as to why they why it's okay they can't make mission. Um, and that's what it is for me. Because out in the Fleet Marine Corps, you know, because I'm a reservist, I don't know anything about that life. Out in the Fleet Marine Corps, if you didn't do your job, that you would have entered you would be answering to it. You would be talking to somebody about the problem. If you your gunnery sergeant walked outside today in the morning at morning formation and said, hey, I need all these trucks PM'd, serviced, LTI'd, I need all the documentation done and whipped up by this time. If you didn't have it done at that time, there would be a problem. And sometime, and you would stay late. You know, in Afghanistan, how many times... You know, if you've been overseas, how many times, how many sleepless nights did you have doing things? Or in the fleet, how many times did you have a phase moment inspection? Or did you have some sort of CGI inspection that was going to happen? And you had to get things done to the T. And no no one was ever going to ex- expect, I'm sorry, It accept the idea, oh, I tried. But now, all of a sudden, we come on recruiting duty. And it's okay to just look at a gunnery sergeant and or a staff sergeant or anybody above you and say, hey, man, I tried. That's the problem that I have. And that's my advice to you is on February 11th, stop trying and just do. Just do. Walk in to the day and Do. Do. Because if you sit here and you talk about how bad the training system is and you talk about how bad my CO is and talk about how my sergeant major doesn't do anything or you talk about how the ARI doesn't do anything and you talk about how look, I don't have this training. Listen, I agree wholeheartedly. I believe there's a huge problem when it comes to training, when it comes to command climate surveys and all of that great stuff. But listen, at the end of the day, at the end of your tour, can you say that you are? did everything that you needed to do to go home to your family. You can't Some of you can, some of you can, so if you can, you can. But that's the thing. Is I don't know how many times I've had conversations with Marines and I'm just like, Hey man, how are you? You know, or hey man, I, or I call a Marine and I'm like like I have this one Marine in particular that I call all the time. And I'm just, and I'll FaceTime him at like nine o'clock at night and he's always at the office. And then I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, closing out with closing out Chris. And it's like, bro, if you would just, and I listen, I've been this problem, I've been this guy. If you would just close out with Chris throughout the day as your day was going along, you wouldn't be sitting there at 9 o'clock at night. And there's a lot of things that we can do as Marines to just be better better for our families, better for our Marines, better for our poolies. And that's the thing, man, in a sense. If you're struggling right now and you don't know what to do, if you build it, they will come. Go out there. Motivate yourself. Talk to them, talk to people about the Marine Corps that you love. And if you don't love the Marine Corps, well, that's a problem, too. If you can't naturally sit there and talk about the Marine Corps and what it's done for you. That's the problem. And that's why so many people are like, oh man, I suck at recruiting duty. No. The problem is is that there's so many Marines that don't love the Marine Corps that are in the Marine Corps and that's why they can't be a good recruiter. It's that simple. You don't believe in the product that you're selling so it'll never go where it needs to go. Because when you talk to people, they immediately look at you and they see... That you're not in it for the winning And that's the thing too When we talk about the You know when we talk about the um, The conversation that we were having earlier About The pushing marines to, to exceeding their limits If you're making marines work From 7.30 in the morning Until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night They don't have energy Their, their poolies, see this their poolies ask them questions, and then their poolies see the work that they're putting in, and that they never have time for their families. They see that they're alcoholics. They see that they have issues with their families. They see that they're going through divorce. Those are a lot of reasons why we have pool discharges. Because beginning, and especially if you're a gunny who's just like, you you act the way that you, you know you act, or or a you know if you act a certain way towards towards your marines and police see this. Dude, they start thinking like, wait a minute. Why do I want to go work all these hours? Like, why do I want to do that? So that's that's what I would tell you, is September eleventh. It's September 11, It's February eleventh. And just move forward. Just move forward. Right now it's 1109. Drop this immediately. So listen to this. Get your ass into gear. Push yourself. And, and you know what? Push yourself past your limit. Because a lot of us allow us t- ourselves to believe that we've given all we can and we haven't. We haven't even come close to it. And if you're listening to this and you want to reach out, reach out. You know, hit me up on my Instagram sometimes. Hit me up on the Facebook page. Just say, hey man, what's good? I don't, dude, I have so many recruiters that call me just to vent all the time. And that's what this is for and that's why I created it. Um, I don't know anybody's command I don't care about who your command is I'm not going to call them and be like Oh my god, so and so said this No, that's not what I'm here for I'm just trying to create an atmosphere Where people will learn And people will come to learn invent, and, and notice that they're not alone And other people have been through this And that we've made it out alive And that, you know, through this We've actually become more successful And that's it You know, a lot of us a lot of people have reaped the benefits of MC3, MC4. A lot of people have taken the Marine Corps tenements and we've created things afterwards. And I can't count the amount of people that I've met on recruiting duty and or on different platforms that are like, dude, I took the Marine Corps recruiting knowledge that I had created a business. I went out there and I MC3 to MC4 and I did this and I did this and I did this. And that's the thing. Like if you're if you're on a duty right now, this is the time that you need to take to meet people in your community. Meet people that can be that can vouch for who you are. Meet people that you can use as references. And and also just learn from them. Like we're surrounded by veteran-owned businesses and we don't speak to people. We don't find out we don't market. We don't integrate ourselves with these people. And that's something that you need to do. Lastly, one of the things that I would recommend that nobody ever does is use your... Use your um, your take-one stands. Go put out take-one stands. Put out take-one stands. Upload them in the system. Because number one, you know you need them for an SRI. Probably haven't been updated. They haven't even been looked at. Dude, those those are the free contracts that you have coming in that nobody ever thinks about. No one ever thinks about that, and people do it. Because you have to be in your own community. If, you're, if your community is satura- isn't saturated with Marine Corps gear, if every store you walk into, you know the owner, and they don't have a Marine Corps lanyard, if you walk into stores and they have posters everywhere and there isn't a Marine Corps poster... If your business cards aren't in every shop around the area? That's the problem. That is the problem, my friend. Would would anyone know that there's a Marine Corps recruiter in your area? Like tomorrow if you no longer if you were there, if you PCS tomorrow, is anyone ever gonna ask, hey, what happened to that guy? Are they? The is probably no. If your faculty and your schools aren't asking, hey, what happened to Staff Sergeant Bennett? Where did he go? Hey, what happened to so-and-so? Where did he go? You know, it's like I had this guy when I was younger, when I was a very young sergeant. Um, say Sergeant B was his name. Very strange dude. He would stand outside of... He didn't know that my wife worked here. But he would stand outside of my wife's job... And he would put his leg up against the wall. He would rest his body up against the wall. And he would smoke his Marlboro smooths. And people in all the businesses surrounding would look and be like, bro, what the hell is going on? That's why I don't want people, my child, joining the military. This guy is outside talking to himself. My wife would be inside of her, her the bank that she worked out. And she would send me pictures of him. Sitting outside talking to himself. And then she, we would talk. We would show the staff in CIC, and we would laugh our asses off. Because he would do this all over the place. Why am I bringing this up? Because he is still known. People still bring him up. And this is ten years later. This is ten years later. So, be the advocate for your area. If you build it, they will come. Constantly... Be the product that you're selling. Be the product that you want others to be. Be the Marine that you want others to emulate. And people will naturally join the Marine Corps. A lot of you may not agree with that. Sure. But people will see right through you. So be the realist version of yourself. Be the Marine that you are. And that's the problem too. If you're a shipbag, you're a ship bag. Can't change that. So, be who you are. If you build it, they will come. Everybody, have a great day.